Welcome back to another episode of the Gifted Performance Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to like the video and subscribe for future content. For more information about our one-on-one coaching and other training or nutrition options, visit giftedperformance.com. Our newest feature, the Gifted Express, offers premium programming for bodybuilders, powerlifters, Olympic weightlifters, and lifestyle clients for only $30 a month. Enjoy the video. We'll see you on the next one. And as always, stay gifted. Welcome back to another episode of the Gifted Performance Podcast, the GPP, giving you knowledge and practical takeaways to improve your own general physical preparedness for training, for life, for inkjet printer repair, for anything you could possibly want. You come to this podcast right here for the advice that you desire. Gentlemen, that was an interesting discussion to start things off. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing well. I worked out already. I nice. had my coffee. I'm ready to go. I'm jealous, Dom. I've been thinking about becoming a morning trainer. I've been trying to train at like sometime between two to four in the afternoon. And I feel like it fucks me. And then I end up having to work till like 8 p.m. It's amazing how much time training takes in the middle of the day. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, like I was in and out 45 minutes today. Yeah. I noticed that shift Amazing. when I started going in the morning. I was like, how am I done this early? And then it's like, you look at the rest of your day and you're like, what was going on before when I would try to go at two and I'd be there till like nine o'clock at night. Like, why was I at the gym for, <laughs> for seven hours? Like, what are you I doing? Done? Like 32 singles on sumo deadlift at 87%. And that takes a while. You got to stop and eat like three or four peach rings between each set. A bag of Sour Patch Kids. Uh, I re- dude, if I like train legs after like 7 p.m., dude, it's two hours. I just can't give a fuck. Like, I can't train late. Late is so late is a not. I used to do that when I worked security. I would train and then I would immediately go work. So I would train from like eight to ten. Ugh. But you go to you go to work with that fresh pump, brother. Fresh you put on that security pump. shirt, just fresh pump. And I was like, man, yeah. no one's gonna fuck with me tonight. But then you get a hundred and forty-five pound kid, and he's three blue Long Islands deep, and he'll throw hands <laughs> with anybody. Nah, you have to wrap up a 145 pound kid and you catch a bicep cramp and you're just worthless. Like, <laughs> this is true. This is very true. Good old days. All right, gentlemen. Good old days. Let's dig in with a taste of the internet. If you are listening on Spotify, Apple Music, we'll do our best to uh, explain this, to visualize it for you. This week's hot take came from someone that I like. I think he, I think he puts out a lot of good content. Um, Spencer Nadolski. I don't think that this is a hit. Like, I know what he's going for here. I see what he's saying, but I don't think this is the one. So, Mr. Nadolski, Dr. Nadolski, uh, he says the doctor's office of the future will be a gym. Good take. Bad take. What do you guys think? I I see where he's coming from. But I don't think that's going to happen, Dr. Yeah, Nadolski. Otherwise, you won't be a doctor anymore. <laughs> like, we, yeah, we've all taken physical activity and disease. Like, we all, we, we, we know where he's coming from. But I don't know, dude. He's an influencer. Like, his primary goal here is to say shit that sounds really nice that uh, fucking doesn't make any sense or doesn't really mean anything at all so that he can get those 6,000 likes. You know, he got him. he got those six thousand. <laughs> I just think about the future. Like, 
how far in the future is he looking? Because um, <clears throat> I think we were talking about this before the podcast. Like, there's a bunch of just hacky personal trainers and fitness professionals, whether or not they know they're hacky or not. There's a bunch of them, and it's because they haven't been. Uh, the, no one's nested, like there's no bar exam to become a personal trainer like nobody's re- like nobody's really determining whether or not these people know what they're they're talking about so they can just basically say whatever they want and because they are considered fitness professionals which just means that you work in fitness and you get an income people listen to them regardless of how valid the things that they say actually are so i think this would have to be so far in the future that becoming a personal trainer is like you had to go to school for 10 years to write a program. Like it wouldn't make sense. Like we're talking about, I, if this were to even come to fruition, it'd have to be like far in the future. And it probably wouldn't. Dude. Yeah. No way in fuck would this happen in his lifetime. Like it's not happening anyway. Like you'd have to completely rewire what the education fucking path to become a doctor. Like, like it's, I mean, I go to my gym all the time and there'll be like a a flyer on the wall and it's like, become a personal trainer. And then it shows the date, the days of this seminar. And it's like two days. I'm like, oh, so Saturday and Sunday. Now you can now help somebody with their, their fitness. But I I wouldn't want to go to my doctor. And he's like, you know what? You know how long it took me to do this? Two days. Listen, doctor, listen, (laughs) there's not going to be a fucking future unless you fix this baby formula shortage because these kids aren't going to make it. I'm sitting here texting yeah. people like I'm buying yeah. drugs. Like, hey, where can I pick up <laughs> some of this? <laughs> Let me get a pinch, bro. <laughs> You're going to have to, like, buy some shit that was made in somebody's fucking bathtub, I'm going to give away protein soon. Fuck it. <laughs> You're going to have to start buying other mother's breast milk and you shit. You know that's actually a thing. Fucking. Yeah, it is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, some Cambodian they, breast people, milk. People, like, stock it. and so, Okay, anyways, I digress because I'm annoyed. But... <laughs> You, I mean, dude, it's just, you know what would have been, like, a, a good post is I feel like doctors should take more classes in exercise science and how it relates to disease. But that's not sexy. Um, and it wouldn't get the, I mean, because he's so popular now, uh, maybe it'd get 6,000 likes. But that's that's not how you, you get to this influencer status by saying, like, reasonable shit that makes sense. Yeah, I think he uh, he ran out of shit to post. <laughs> he's running into the squat you crisis where he has nothing left to post, so he's just saying insane shit. But I feel like I feel like the gym is a place where people are in very close proximity to one another. So like, if you have a highly infectious disease, you should definitely go to the doctor and not the gym. Like a hundred percent, don't go to the gym if you have like the flu or some shit like that. You should go to a doctor. There's a reason these things are separated from one another and it's because it makes sense. Maybe, maybe, maybe in the future, gyms will have a doctor's office inside of them. Oh, there we go. There's an idea. Yeah. I mean, he operates within the fitness community, so he probably spends all his time thinking about uh, metabolic disease yes. and things related to obesity and inactivity. Um, but, I mean, look at the audacity of this post. <laughs> the doctor's office of the future will be a gym. Like, this is happening. I have not even seen, like, a little bit of a shift that, like, anything close to this is happening. 
personally, I mean, a little bit of pushback. Like, I, I almost don't want doctors to know anything about exercise because if they did, people would probably go to them before they came to us because they just assume that doctor, like, you're my physician. You know a lot about nutrition and exercise, which most of them do not at all. So if they start to learn a bunch, then all of a sudden they're going to start going to those people. I mean, here's a hot take. I mean, I have had a lot of conversations with nutritionists and dietitians, and I'm like, oh, you don't know that much more than I do. Um, so I feel like if, if all of a sudden physicians and doctors became synonymous or physicians and fitness professionals became synonymous, then I think like we would probably be out of a gig. We'd have to do something else. Here's an example. The physician that we saw for Jimmy's last visit to the OB um, told her that they were going to run a CBC because they were worried that she had anemia. And she said, I probably don't have anemia. I have red meat every night for dinner. And the doctor turned to her and said, oh no, red meat is a stage two carcinogen right up there with smoking. And this might be why people don't have this general distaste or distrust for physicians, which I think exists a lot in the fitness community, is like a lot of the fitness community have the take of like, I don't need the doctor because I go to the gym and I eat a healthy diet. And I saw that kind of really pushed forward during the pandemic. People were like, oh, I, I, like I can't get COVID because I go to the gym and because I eat fruits and vegetables. So like open the gym, open up everything, let me go where I please. And that I think has mutated into like a general distrust or um, I don't even know what to say, what to call it. I mean, dude, these people saying this, they don't know shit about life yet. They're all in their 20s and early 30s. We'll see how much you don't need a doctor when you're fucking 65, right? 70, like you're gonna need the fuck out of that doctor. <laughs> Like, and he won't be in a gym. I mean, that does sound like something in the future to the point where there's a gym inside of the doctor's office or a portion of it. That would make a lot of sense. Like, hey, I'm a physician who only spent, I think it's like three to seven percent of their total education is on nutrition and exercise. So out of all those years, I don't know anything. But you know who does? The person on the other side of that glass door knows a lot about that stuff. I'm going to send you over there. They're going to give you some answers. That would be a lovely relationship. We might need to work on that. That may be a good business plan. Jason, an experiment for you. I want you to take what you just said, that quote, put it into tweet format, like Mr. Dodolsky's post right here. Post it on your Instagram, and we'll compare the likes. We'll see which one gets more likes and shares. That's a good idea. I mean, the overall concept is a great one, taking a holistic approach to your health, right? You know, exercise, diet, medicine when necessary. Fuck that. <laughs> All right. I'm sure that there was some more nuance in the podcast that he uh, has listed yeah, here. Yeah, this was clickbait. We don't do any more research. We are strictly doing surface level taking what you say and interpreting it in the least gratuitous way possible, making you look like an asshole. That's what we do. Yeah, that was that was a clickbait. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Smart guy. All right, Doc, we're done with you. All right, so our question 
from the crowd comes from a good friend of mine at Royd Rigo 619 oh what a great name my friend (laughs) Rodrigo he's a fucking unit of a man Um, he's a PE teacher in California and he had the balls to go to the school board director or whatever and was like hey I need like it was something crazy like $50,000 to redo the gym and they just fucking gave it to him so their gym is like all brand new rogue shit it's really really nice started like a weightlifting team there i love me some roy rigo guy's the man um he asks what is what is one supplement that i'm not currently taking but i should and why so without knowing anything that he's taking yeah (laughs) what's something that he should be taking (laughs) i think he's got it covered dude yeah it's good (laughs) you're taking all the right shit yeah i don't know what is one supplement that I'm not currently taking but I should and why hmm maybe maybe some good some vitamin a lot of people are low on vitamin D man I feel like we we've done this podcast before <laughs> like <laughs> can we get some new questions can we get some new questions or this is gonna turn into like a weird podcast where like we just talk about like God knows what vitamin D almost, vitamin D is a good one yeah, that's what I was going to say. I almost feel like most people have the same questions about virtually everything involved with fitness. It's they want to know, is they the know what's best. the best gut health supplements. Mm-hmm. What are what is the, the best, best health, supplements? health supplements? What is the best diet for me to get on? Yeah. What's the, the best, best macro split? <laughs> Paul, yeah. on his Ask Me Anything, got like a what's the best macro split and training split and training frequency and I think Paul was just like, oh my fucking God, I can't answer this. Like, what? Give me three hours to compose my thoughts. <laughs> What's the one supplement? I th- yeah, vitamin D. <clears throat> uh, Maybe a full spectrum multi-mineral. Because he probably eats like a bodybuilder and doesn't get his multi-minerals. <laughs> yep. I think, uh, you know... I would shift this guy's line of thought more towards supplements are meant to address a uh, specific need, right? So he shouldn't just sort of have the mindset of a blanket mindset. What is the best? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what should I be taking? You know, like if you have a problem or something you're trying to enhance, you address that, you know, a deficit or something. That's a good point. I feel like I've gone down that rabbit hole a number of times where I just I just keep buying more supplements, figuring that I could, like, I'm going to put a Band-Aid on this thing that I don't do through nutrition. Like, let me buy a bunch of just individual vitamins and minerals because I don't want to eat any fucking spinach. Um, <laughs> you know, it just, that would probably be the first thing to address. Like, why are you looking to take a new supplement? There's a very good chance that if it's a supplement... It's not going to enhance performance in the magnitude that you think it will. A lot of that could possibly be placebo unless you're taking, you know, the original drug creatine or (laughs) like caffeine. But I mean, most of those actual vitamins, minerals won't. It's like you're going to notice a big difference. And I think he means I have a confession. Jay. What's that? When when you went down your adaptogen slash nootropic like 
slide that you went down, I had serious FOMO. I thought that you had figured out something that I hadn't, like, that I just didn't know about. And I was like, I'm honestly scared to ask him because, like, it seems like some advanced shit that I wouldn't even understand. <laughs> Nootropics are cool. Nootropics are very cool. It all seemed like it would work. And... All, all the all the good ones are borderline illegal drugs yeah. like they're gray area sketchy drugs that are like derivatives of like i don't know amphetamines or something some other stimulant that yeah like oh for sure i mean i was taking there i just had like an entire like my pantry was just full of this stuff and i'd have to take it was almost like the stress of having to take them at certain times probably decrease my productivity just because I was constantly thinking about it. Like I was always Worry, just have a timer you. going off every 15 minutes through the day. Stop what you're doing. Yeah. Um, fuck. It's terrible. Cause now I'm like, I can't even remember the name of them. That's how, <laughs> that's, that's how worthless most of them were. Um, shit. I mean, I still take theanine. Um, God damn it. Now I can't even remember. That is so bad that I took all that stuff. Like before I start working, I take a thousand milligrams of alpha GPC and then I take 20 milligrams of Nupept. So I didn't take Nupept. That was something that I was like right there where I'm like, let me try this. It's definitely a zinger. And I found out like most of that stuff would just make me feel like a little bit. I would like uh, Bacopa, whatever it is, Bacopa oh, minoria, Ridio. Yeah. Half of them you can't even pronounce it. Ridiola rosa. Yeah, Riz- rosia. Yeah. That's a, that's um, for your cortisol. Rosa, yeah. That helps your cortisol levels. All the racetams, like I tried all of those. Yeah, like pure racetam. Yeah, and yeah. All but that. they never. I don't know how to say. None it. of it really made me any more productive than I normally am. I think all it did was just like create this weird sort of like like Dom said like a zingy effect in my head, almost like I yeah. it, it was like the effect of drinking too much or intaking too much caffeine, minus the heart palpitations. Yeah, that's literally how I feel when I take all those. Yeah, it. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I think that's what people are looking for is to not feel lazy, to feel a bit of zing, get off their ass, you know get a little motivation to do something. Sometimes I feel like it's like, if you're not motivated, there's nothing that you can take that's gonna make you more motivated. It's kind of like- Never, ta- you've never taken meth. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's kind of like uh, with like cannabis, where people are like, oh, it makes you lazy. And it's like, well, if you were lazy before, it's, gonna make it's you probably lazy. not gonna help. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not gonna help. I was, I was on one of my, uh, uh, I was just perusing Reddit and there was this guy who, you know, retired early and he was talking about his life and he's like, you don't need to take chemical substances to feel pleasure and all this. He was like, you can get the same pleasure from like, you know, I started watching movies from the eighties and it took me back to my childhood and all this. And I was like, this is a guy that's never tried MDMA. <laughs> you know what's a cool nootropic uh, stack that they sell is caffeine with theanine in it, so that you don't feel the crash uh, of the caffeine. There's a lot of there's a lot of pre workouts that do that. Yeah, now. it's actually pretty I still nice take feeling. My problem, my problem with the theanine is like it it dulls the stimulant effect a little bit, or can especially if you take too much of the theanine in yeah. my opinion 
And I mean, I've even had, I think I told you, you took too much of, uh, I think you drank too much coffee and, or some stimulant or something like that. And you were like, dude, this is like too much. And I told you to take some theanine and you were like, oh yeah, that helped so much. And like, I don't know me when I take a stimulant, like for pre-workout or getting work done, like I want to feel cranked, dude. (laughs) I still take theanine. The one that really fucked me up, I think was I took, um, KSM 66. like, I took ashwagandha for probably two years straight. And there is a side effect of ashwagandha agri, I can't think of the name of it. It's basically a side effect of which because it is a cortisol, it blunts cortisol, it almost gives you no effect from cortisol. So everything that should stress you out causes such a little stress response that everything that should give you some level of response, you just don't. So they call it like the gray area where everything, things happen, you're like, eh. Yeah, that's why those mushroom, that's why those mushroom blends are also ones you have to be worried about. Because like the cordyceps mushrooms are very adrenal stimulating, and then some of the other ones do the complete opposite. And when the whole idea is to create this perfect balance of cortisol response with them, but sometimes like in the ingredients, the cordyceps is too high, and that was happening to me. I I was taking Gorilla Shroom by Gorilla Mind, and the cordyceps <laughs> dose is really high in it. Why are you laughing? It's, it's a, so I was taking gorilla shroom. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's such a fucking funny thing to so, say. Like but the cordyceps, the cordyceps were so high that when I got my cortisol tested, my cortisol was through the roof. Oh, so man. I took that out, and now my cortisol has dropped a good bit. Derek, Derek. But yeah, like, have you tried cog uh, cognizant? I think I've taken it in other things. Okay. They but also sell um, a, a derivative of a daffodil. <clears throat> That's like when I, <clears throat> when I'm like, I, I really want to go over the edge. You're like, I think I would just get modafinil. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think uh, my buddy owned a supplement store and gave me some. I think it's called like Adranafil yeah, or, or something like that. Ad, something Is like it over that. the counter? I, I didn't yeah, notice it's a, it's a metabolite of it. Huh. Yeah, I, I want to say it's a precursor. I could be wrong. I'm trying to find it on this website. Almost like a pro hormone. But Did you use Nootropics Depot? Yeah. 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 I still use Nootropics Depot for that's where I get my theanine from. Yeah, they got a lot that's of That's cool really stuff. the only nootropic I, st- I still take. There was a. So my problem is probably different than most people. Like, I don't have focus issues the problem is is that i kind of over like i hyper focus on things like i need i don't have the ability to like switch to other things so it's like if you give me a task like right now i have this weird thing that i have to do where i have to like take a bunch of data and like move it from one sort of block or a potential empty shell if you will and kind of move things back and forth it's like very sort of just like clicky and like lots lots of like mouse clicks and it's mindless. Like you, uh, there's no thought that I have to do. It's literally just like copy paste, move this here, open this file. Like it's very mundane, and I will become so focused on that that I'll just lose track of time. So I'm not like I don't. Some people need to focus on things. So I always worry like if I take modafinil or something like that, like I don't know what the fuck would happen. I don't know what I would build. Like I'd build like a time machine yeah. or something weird. Like who knows? Or just like 
rub a hole through the window because it's like all you can focus on just cleaning it it's like that uh the family guy episode where brian takes adderall and he writes the like story and presents it to george rr R. martin and he's like this is <laughs> shit it just looks like you it just sounds like you took a bunch of drugs and wrote a 700 page book what's the one where he takes uh he gets some crystal meth and he's like running through walls uh he's <laughs> like i'm so fucking ready and you're like <laughs> So I think maybe this maybe this topic as a whole lends to like a, a greater discussion for the day, which would be like it's what Paul said. It's like every supplement kind of has its purpose, right? You kind of like plug these things in as they're needed instead of blanket applying them. So when we look at like the pre-workout window, what are supplements that you guys emphasize in that pre-workout window? So so because so alex kiko actually talked about it and that's why i started trying it um was taking that new peps and alpha gpc before training just to he his his thought process is that it helps a lot with like you, you're supposed to take it on the days you're training like a lagging body part so you have better mind to muscle connection and i don't know he uses a lot of big words that just go over my head so i was like all right i'll try it fuck it let's see how it works that's by design it i works. use it for work and i feel focused in work and honestly i i feel like my workouts are a lot better i don't even use caffeine or anything though when i train like I don't really take oh, this stimulant awful. at all, but I feel stimulated I from the new peps. I stopped taking as much ca- like now I take a non-stim pre-workout, which Paul hates. I can see it in his face. So I take <laughs> He's a so non. <laughs> He's like, "Why are you even taking it?" Uh, I take a non-stim pre-workout, but I have like four shots of espresso, which is still far. Like it's like half the amount of. <laughs> Hear me out. It's still half the amount of caffeine than what's typically in a, keep, a pre-workout keep, keep with stimulants. That, <laughs> totally. What is it? I mean, well, you know, a double shot's like 180 milligrams of caffeine. So you're having like we're, 360. 360. Yeah, we're like, yeah. usually it's like 500 milligrams of caffeine in a pre-workout. So oh, it's geez, less. No, this is the only coffee I have every day. Weak. But it, Why does it look purple? Does it look purple? Uh, um, it's got maybe, crushed up uh, modafinil in it's it. It's okay, I can see we're good but yeah I think uh, yeah I don't understand anything it's like going into a workout with a caffeine that's like hey we should have sex but I want to try not to have a boner the whole time no erection yeah I don't know the caffeine would just like again it would make me so overly focused on the things that I don't need to be focused on that I couldn't concentrate it's just weird. Like, I don't like that much caffeine. It was almost as if I'd done it for so long that when I, I stopped, that's when I noticed the difference where I was like, oh, okay. Like, I can kind of focus on this thing. I will say, like, my pre-workout caffeine dose these days is like 100, 150 milligrams, 75 to 150. I've come down a lot. Like, I, I just want enough to not feel like I'm dragging or a little sleepy. Yeah, yeah. How about on the how about on the post workout side of things? I think we've talked about the post workout window quite a bit and how kind of it's it's really overemphasized. But are there supplements that you now hit in that post workout window? I mean, I would say creatine is going to be better absorbed in that post workout window. Does it matter a lot? <clears throat> Probably not, but maybe worth a note there. I still think it's a solid idea. Um, 
to have some faster digesting proteins post-workout. You know, it's not going to make or break your, your outcomes, but it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I think if we're if we're saying something like L-theanine and alpha-GPC before training can help with a better mind-muscle connection, if we're if we're making that jump to say that that can help, which it could, then I would say having whey protein after a workout is is another safe one that we can say there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't think I have anything that I take specifically after I train. It's it's almost as if the longer I've trained, the more I've realized how much things don't matter as much that I thought did yes. matter as much. So now let it's that, like I used to let that nihilism wash over you. Just <laughs> let it consume everything you are. Nothing fucking matters, man. I mean, it it, ma- it matters, but I think at this point in my quote unquote career, like I'm not, I'm not worried about like, I need to be as optimal as possible. Like I just don't, there's other things that I need. Like I could definitely, I, there's just, I could optimize my sleep. Like I could definitely work on that. Like that's probably more important than the type of protein that I eat or drink or whatever after I train. Like your, your, when it comes to like natural things you can take or do, like you're best served in a post-workout environment just like getting good nutrition in you and maybe just laying on the couch and de-stressing and relaxing, letting your heart rate and everything and blood pressure come back down. Like that's, that's about all you can do, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think, I mean, there's, I think if you were to go real deep, like, I don't know, like Carbolin, is that the time to take something like Carbolin as post-workout if that's what you're into? Uh, some way creatine like ryan mentioned dom talked about the importance of insulin spikes on the last podcast so I mean, that's that's like for the person trying to be super optimal though so like five i use a hemolog <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 drugs are bad drugs are illegal it's not a drug it's a it's a we create insulin it's a, it's a therapeutic we at gifted performance do not promote <laughs> or support these of performance enhancing drugs. Dom's Dom's views are the views of Team Kuza. Dom was operating under Team Kuza just then. All right. What about on the general health side of things? I think we talked about like a, a broad spectrum. Multi-mineral is probably one that people are are missing out on. Um, anything else? And even that may not even be. I think that that's still to be like it. Probably not hurt, hurtful. I think. Uh, like an essential fatty acid supplement is good like fish oil or krill oil that's definitely one you want to throw in there for general health unless maybe you're getting like a decent amount of good fish what is what is the recommendation for how much fish you need to replace that is it one serving of fatty fish per day i think something like that i don't think it's a day i I think it's something five times a week i could be totally fucking this up but i think it's like two to three servings a week or something i want to say it's three to five i remember I think I remember Wait, looking at right. it and going, oh, that's a lot. Like, I've never eaten that. But there was a time, I think, when I was dead broke and I was eating a ton of tuna. But I, And you got to be careful with that tuna, dude. All that mercury. But I was also just you, drinking a shit ton back then. So I was more concerned with how much drinking I was doing in college. It's two, servings, two servings of fatty fish a week. Yeah, it needs so to be fatty okay. fish, though, right? It can't uh, be like tuna because tuna is yeah. like have at least cod. At least eight ounces or two servings yeah. of omega three rich fatty fish a week. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if you, if grass-fed you, uh, beef also can work. See. 
Certain plants can have Fuck some omegas plants. too, so I'm not eating them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you get some of those fancy eggs, those Eglin's bests. They've got some omega threes, sixes, nines. Yeah. I don't uh, get those. Grass fed. Grass fed has a high omega six profile. Okay. Can I ask a really dumb question? Absolutely. That I could probably Google. How do they get the omega three, six, and nines inside of those eggs? They have like. It's what they feed the chickens. Final answer. I don't believe that. I think what they're doing is they're getting the tiniest needle and they're just injecting it into each egg. Yeah. I mean, until you can prove Jason wrong, without a doubt, he's right. That's how how these things work. That's science. (laughs) (laughs) That's science. But no, I think it's the feed that they give the chickens because I think it's the same thing with like the cows. Like conventionally farmed cow like that meat more, <laughs> is it like that wacky chicken they have in mexico diet. which is causing all those boxers and mma people to that's to pork drug test that's pork okay okay because they give the cows uh clenbuterol right because <laughs> it helps them grow right apparently clenbuterol and albuterol are like super anabolic in animal models sure sure i can see that's that. what i've heard because <laughs> i know one thing about boxers like canelo alvarez the guy's clean I've talked to him personally. He said, yo, soy clean. Didn't he get beat up? And I believed him. Yeah, he lost. It's because he's not eating the pork. He's not eating that Mexican pork. Yeah. Shout outs to Canelo. I know you're listening. (laughs) Um, All right. That handles our general health as well. So take that supplement advice as you will. Stop asking us questions about supplements. We don't want to answer supplement questions anymore. Fix your diet first. Do that. Yeah, Fix that eat, first. And then we're Eat like an adult. Supplements. When was the last yeah. time you saw a fruit go into your mouth? Try that out. Give it a shot. See how it works for you. All right. Now, as has become customary in the good news everyone section, you're going to watch four guys with masters in exercise physiology talk about some shit that they don't fucking understand in the slightest. Don't want to see some wild stuff? Check this right here solar panels that generate electricity at night without the sun so look at this 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 solar energy come a long way how exactly do the new solar panels work so it's a thermoelectric generator got it harvests electricity from the temperature difference between the cells and the air the this is process called thermal radiation which occurs at night when heat leaves objects and radiates toward outer space. Fuck, man, that's cool. <laughs> you know, it disappoints me sometimes when I read Dude. stuff like this. <laughs> Everybody else's science is so much cooler than ours. Oh, don't say You're that. Contributing don't say so that. little to the Macros world. Macros are super important. <laughs> Just contributing like, so little. Fuck. Not even putting a dent in the obesity <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Fucking, dude, you know what's disappointing, though, about solar energy is, wasn't this supposed to be the thing of the future like 10 years ago? And I think I, actually, I don't think there's one house in my neighborhood with panels. We've got a bunch of houses near us that have well, solar panels. The problem yeah. with it is it's solar panels are so inefficient that you need a ton of them on your roof and they're not very attractive. And then, yeah, 
uh, Elon was supposed to make a really sexy one that looked just like a shingle, but he was like bullshitting the whole time with like a fake one and they still haven't gotten there. Like it's like that truck that he just released that was supposed to come out two years ago. Or he took the, uh, he took the Theranos approach where you talk about something really cool that you have, but it doesn't actually work. And then you just keep taking people's money until you find a way to make it work hoping that one day it works. You know, that's how Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. He told people, he lied to people that the light bulb worked and kept taking their money for research. And like four years down the line, the light bulb just worked one day and he was like, fuck yeah, it's always worked. Thanks for the money. It's like the original Ponzi scheme. <laughs> I love it. I fucking I love it. It's amazing. I mean, uh, he is the richest man in the world right now, so. He is, he is. Elon Musk it's working. Is. Who is it? Oh, Elon? I, I guess the whole Twitter thing, I think that fell through. Or it's yeah. going to fall through. Yeah, he, he, uh, he violated his NDA, I think. Something like that. Dude, he, he fucked all of that up. The Twitter stock went from like 40-something a share to what, like, isn't it like 20-something a share right now? It had a giant ruined spike. It. <laughs> yeah, he ruined the whole thing. I think it's hilarious. Maybe that was his grand scheme. He yeah, he was like, let me, let me fuck with them real quick. <laughs> Let me just He's throw a, forty billion at them and and destroy their company. <laughs> He's a disruptor for sure. Like as soon as he threatened to buy, to buy Twitter, all of a sudden all these accounts that had been sort of you know quote unquote shadow banned, all of a sudden started getting like all these follows and all these new like everything they started to do started to actually you know get distributed appropriately. Probably because a bunch of people are like, oh, no, like Elon's going to figure this whole thing out and we're all going to get canned. So we just have to eliminate all evidence of everything we did. But solar panels. Um, Isn't the issue that the batteries are like, like the lithium mining process is extremely wasteful and horrendous for the environment? Isn't that also an issue? I think that is true. I think I think that's true. I don't know. I. I was looking into it, or I was starting to, because I was like, oh man, this sounds great. Maybe maybe it'll help me save money. And then I looked around, I was like, nobody has this shit. There has to be a reason. I've got a buddy who's extremely financially savvy. In a way, he comes from a group of people who have been stereotypically good with finances. Okay, okay. Who's lineage could possibly be a religion and also an ethnicity a little bit of hava nagila hava i'm not going to say exactly what that okay. is i got you uh I gotcha. but what he because he had the whole thing figured out and basically it's like you you put the solar panels on your home and then you basically pay for them and then once they're paid off at a discounted rate like you get a percentage off of what they should cost from the government allegedly and then once you're done financing them, then you basically don't pay for electric. So you're paying for them for like 10 years. So it doesn't make sense to do it if it's not the house you plan on living in forever. Like it doesn't make sense because then you're either going to have to pay for them all up front or whoever buys your house in three years needs to now take over that finance agreement. So I think that's why a lot of people don't have them because they're like, I don't really know about this house. And there's a lot of that going on right now where people are just like buying houses and living them for three years and buying another house and living there for three years. Um, but it could be. All just so you don't have to pay your electricity bill the last 20 years <laughs> of your life. 
Like, just pay off your house, pay your electricity bill, be done with it, dude. Like, so, one of my main issues with solar panels is that, like, when people talk about how much energy they generate, I have no point of reference. So, the article here says, you know, they generate 50 milliwatts per square meter. I don't fuck. I don't know what a square meter is or a milliwatt. I don't, it would take about I just 20 didn't. square meters to power conventional lights. Is 20 square meters a lot? Is that a little? When, when we were looking for houses, um, ask your your mom about them. I was like, oh, th those must be great for, for money, right? And she was like... Oh, that almost sounds like maybe you're dating like Ryan's mom. <laughs> so we were looking hey, for a don't house. Rule it out. Don't rule it out, Paul. <laughs> Your mom knows about it. Um. <laughs> but uh, she, was, she said something like, yeah, maybe if you have a pool, they're good for your pool. I was like, what? That's it? Fuck that. I didn't even think about it anymore. Didn't entertain the conversation. You know where they could be useful in Florida? And this is something I thought about when my buddy got them is that they're you because we have hurricanes here. And that's the for me, that's the biggest pain in the ass of hurricanes. As long as like my roof's in order and windows are good and all that, it's like not having power for however long. Like that's the in the middle of the summer because hurricane season is also the middle of the summer when we just sweat profusely. And so now you don't have air conditioning. So I think solar panels would be good because then you could still power your home. But then also the solar panels could get ripped off of your roof. That's what um, I'm saying. Those things don't look like they're fastened on there very yeah. well. Is hurricane season dark? What? What do you mean by dark? Is hurricane season dark? I don't know. I've never, I've never been through a hurricane no, season. I just would imagine there'd no, be the, sun, the sun still works the same. Yeah, it's still standard yeah. sun. Same old. Same well, I just figured they'd be. The sun would be blocked. By what? A hurricane. A hurricane. Oh, by, like clouds? By clouds, oh, okay. dude. Okay, I guess Florida's different because it rains and, and it's dark for like 10 oh, minutes okay. and then it's sunny. Again. Yeah, yeah. But like in Georgia, like it, it, it's just dark. I think like, Jason's more so talking about the post-hurricane period when the power is out and the yeah. sun shines again yeah. and you have no like electricity and you need approximately 20 square meters, which could be a lot. It could be nothing. Um, and that's going to power conventional lights. No, like if right, I cover Paul. my whole ceiling, my whole roof, like what is that? A hundred square meters? Why are we math. talking in meters? I don't measure things well. Because it's, I mean, it's it's the metric system, right? So I guess we Gross. should be using that. Gross. Uh, yeah, I could never have these here. Do you what? see any houses is there there no that have those? No. no. Is there That's sun in Michigan? There's no. Michigan has some Dude, really pretty know, parts. No, it does. I talked so much shit. I talked so much shit about Michigan. And then I Googled one of the lakes because it was mentioned when then that weird dude's post. We can ignore it. We can skip past that, though. And it looked like a tropical wonderland, yeah. dude. Yeah, our Great Lakes are cool. The beach yeah, is the, better. Oh, I was like, holy shit, Michigan has some cool shit. Yeah, there's yeah. some cool shit in Michigan for sure. But there's also you some. You probably only go two weeks out of the year, but. Yeah. I think Michigan. The portions of Michigan's that Michigan that aren't very good are different level, not very good. It's like you go to Chicago. Chicago sucks because people are shooting each other, but you can drink the water. Like that's that's a bonus. Pros and cons. Uh, yeah, pros yeah, and it's cons. pros and cons. Straight bullet. Water. Yeah, but solar panels. 
Um, <laughs> every time I go to Costco, I always feel so bad because some asshole's trying to sell me solar panels. Oh, that's the worst. I'm always like, no. That's why I usually yeah. I bring my kid, and then I act like he's doing something crazy. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't. This kid's he's trying just, to buy a machine gun. He just he just um, shit himself. Just start yelling at your kid. <laughs> that's got to be like that's got to be like top ten worst jobs in America: selling solar panels at a Costco. Yeah. Every time well, I, I go told to Costco, you about my buddy rejection. who owns that company that sells they do solar panels that's what they do I'm sure they make a lot of money yeah yeah but those the salesmen literally have to go door to door to door to door to door that's what they do they like get neighborhoods and they just knock on doors what you do is you answer the door and they say oh you know I'm here with solar panels blah 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 and you say okay hold on one second let me go grab my wife and then you just shut the door and you never come back and you see how long they stand there <laughs> that's what we have like one of those fancy doorbells where I can see who's at the door and I'm like Ooh. nope not answering that one like it's not gonna happen the new house had that but then the motherfuckers that owned it like ripped all that shit down like yo yeah. Yeah. you gotta leave that i'll tell you what dude i am never happy to open my door and a stranger be on the other side it's so annoying like, i'm like, always oh. like this is some bullshit yeah i don't do it I don't no i just ignore them until they go away even though <laughs> yeah. they see the cars in the driveway like yeah. bitch i know you're home i'm not answering yeah. my front yard would have to be completely on fire for me to leave this office during the day like or for I'll me to go outside ring and i'll be like yeah. can i help you yeah yeah i'm not doing it i'm not doing it but solar right, panels folks, that brings us to the end of our podcast for the day listen if this podcast if jake saw fit to include the intro to this podcast and we offended you Please send all complaints to apparel at giftedperformance.com. That is, that is our HR and, a, and a complaint line. You can forward those over. If that didn't make it in and this doesn't make any sense, then we'll just see you on the next episode of the GPP. In the meantime and in between times, we hope that you stay gifted. Paul, say it. Bye. Oh, wait. I am taking on clients right now, <laughs> if anybody's looking for a coach. Bye.